when people hear of our office, I want them to understand that we are a place that will never be a wrong door to get information from. Hello and welcome to this episode of Tinker Talks, the audio format podcast covering everything inside the fence of Tinker Air Force Base. I'm April McDonald, your host for this episode. Today we're discussing a very important topic, diversity and inclusion. I am joined by Mr. Jose Milan, Chief of Tinker's Diversity, Equity, Inclusion and Accessibility Office. Welcome, sir, and thank you for being here today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity. So before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, Yes. So I am a um, career military person. I have been in the military uh, in and out since 1992. Uh, So I am originally from Mexico, uh, and uh, I lived most of my youth in Texas and then joined the Army in 1992. out of Houston, Texas. Uh, I have been doing uh, helping agency work uh, since I came into the Air Force with uh, becoming a personnel officer, a section commander, uh, an executive officer, a SARC, uh, and an EO director, and now diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility chief. So uh, I've done a little bit of everything throughout my career, uh, both on or in active duty, in the reserves, as a military um, military person, as a civilian for the Army, and now as a civilian for the Air Force. So I do have a lot of knowledge on these subjects, and um, I am glad to be able to, to, to do that job uh, and help others. All right. Yeah, it sounds like um, with your diverse career, um, you are the perfect person to lead this new office. So with your office being fairly new, it, it just stood up earlier this year. How many people do you have working with you? Uh, so the, um, the office is comprised of the Equal Opportunity Office, which did not change. It still is what it was before this program came on board. What happens now is the, the DEIA absorbed the EO office as far as supervision. So I, as the chief of diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility, own the Equal Opportunity Office, which has 15 personnel, the Affirmative Employment Program Office, which has one person, the Disability Program Management Office, which has one person as well, the DNI Program Manager, or the Resource Advocate Office, which has one person, uh, so that's, and myself, which is about 19 personnel total. Okay. So that, that's how that office is, the DEI office is, is set up as a whole. Okay. All yes, right. Ma'am. AFMC Commander General Arnold Bunch recently said he wants AFMC to lead the Air Force in having a diverse and inclusive workforce. He said diversity, equity, and inclusion are critical to the success of the command. How does your office help ensure airmen, and that's big A airmen, meaning civilians, reservists, all of the airmen, how does your office help ensure that they have the opportunity to perform to their full potential? Uh, well, our office uh, covers anything and everything that deals with, with, with personnel actions, good and bad, because we need to capture the good to make sure that we keep doing those things. Uh, through the 
Affirmative Employment Program, we have a tool that we can use to gather data uh, such as promotion rates, uh, discipline rates, uh, hiring rates. I can look at, at, at race, I could look at religion. So we could actually get a very diverse look at what we have mm -hmm. and in order to see and make sure that we are doing the best job possible and that we are actually being equitable across the board in opportunities so that we can create a more diverse and inclusive workforce. So we actually have everything within our office. Uh, we can work and, and hand off anything from a reasonable accommodation to a harassment or discrimination complaint all within our offices. So okay. we, we have a very good working relationship and we stood it up in order to do that so that nothing that deals with diversity, equity, inclusion, or accessibility gets past us and that we can work it appropriately and correctly and hand it off to anyone that, that we may need to hand it off to. And right now, we work with employee relations, we work with, with labor law, we work with a chaplain, we work with, uh, with uh, the community services, the employee assistance program, so we work with everyone. So when people hear of our office, I want them to understand that we are a place that will never be a wrong door to get information from. Oh, that's yes, that's great. So you are the first door that people should go through. Yes. If they have issues, definitely give us a call and I can get you to the right place. All right. Yes, good, good to know. It's never easy to admit our own weaknesses, but when it comes to creating an environment where every airman feels accepted and valued, it's important that we understand our own shortcomings so we address them right away, correct? Yes, definitely. Uh, the, the hardest thing that, that we that we face sometimes when, when things go wrong is that we don't realize what we do because we work based off our own biases and our own stereotypes uh, that we know, for example. When we put those in action, that's when thing will, things go wrong. What we are trying to do, for example, we have the unconscious bias course that, that the DNI um, manager teaches, Ms. Jay Grinston, she teaches that course in order to, to help people understand how their thinking may affect their decisions and in turn affect the way they treat people. Some of that treatment may come out to be prejudicial, discriminatory, harassment-wise, non-discriminatory, and that hurts the morale of the people, it hurts our standing with our employees. And that's what we're trying to get at, to, to get that understanding out there so that we all consciously, at first, think about what we're doing and how we're doing it in interactions with our personnel so that we do the right thing. Right, yes, right. As a person of color, have you faced barriers in your career? Um, yes, I, I definitely have. Um, and, and it's been... It's been eye-opening at times when we look at leadership uh, and, and there is no one there that looks like us. There's no one that, 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 that has what we perceive as our values or mm -hmm. cultural uh, likeness. So, so that's a challenge. Uh, I have been fortunate that I have actually been given 
opportunities. I mean, for example, jobs. I've applied to over a hundred jobs on USA Jobs since I got out of the military in 2011. Wow. I actually was given the three jobs that I applied for that I was given an opportunity to interview. So what does that say? Uh, use me as an example, and what that says is that if given the opportunity, and that's all we're asking for that in diversity and inclusion that we give our personnel, the opportunity to explain and to listen to people's ideas, you will find that the qualities are there. You just have to give opportunities to, to people right. that, that have everything that they need in order to take a position or to rise through the ranks, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, but yes, ma'am, that, that's how I think uh, I've gotten here. So what advice would you give to someone who's facing those barriers to overcome them? Uh, to, to, to make sure that, that they try and find someone that can mentor them. Um, it's, it's unfortunate that we have to uh, navigate some political tape uh, in order to be accepted into some of the leadership roles, per se. Mm -hmm. um, there are people of color, minorities, that change their dress. They change their hair. They change the way they speak in order to assimilate into the quote-unquote leadership picture when how they look and how they speak does not even have to factor into how they lead. Right. But that's the case. Right. So get a mentor. Um, be knowledgeable. I try to be knowledgeable uh, about everything that I can get my hands on. And my motto is know a little bit about everything in order to make sure that that you're not stumped, for example, because we do have to work harder. Perception, my perception, yes, we have to work harder. And we feel, I feel that, that I do have to make sure that I'm on top of everything and I work extra hard to get everything in line just right just to make sure that I don't make someone, in my perception, make someone, our people look bad, <laughs> which I shouldn't do that, but that's the weight that we have as minorities. Right, right. Yes, ma'am. That, that makes sense. So the, the DNI office is not only geared toward making the workforce more inclusive for persons of color, but also genders as well. Is that correct? Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, actually, uh, Executive Order 14035, uh, which established the accessibility piece, which is now diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. That's our office name now. That uh, brought into play that we need to uh, make sure that we're advancing equity, equity for LGBTQ employees. What that means is that we need to, and we will try to improve equitable access to employee services, to health, medical benefits, uh, to make sure that we expand availability of non-binary facilities and mitigate barriers to security clearances, for example. 
and, and everything in between for uh, LGBTQ plus employees. So we, we do have everything that we're doing on our radar uh, factored into what we need to do for the future. And the establishment of our office uh, just lets us know that we are here and we are here to stay because we're institutionalizing our offices. We do want to make sure that we become part of the normal. If we have an employee relations office, why not a diversity office? Right. Because it's necessary. Uh, until we stop thinking um, that, that we need to do something and we're doing it, then we need a diversity office. All right. AFMC recently established a major command barrier analysis working group as part of ongoing efforts to drive greater diversity and inclusion across the enterprise. Can you talk a little bit about these groups? Uh, yes, ma'am. So, so these groups will be championed from our base. We will be sending up our um, special emphasis program managers. So special emphasis program managers work uh, specifically on each special observance, uh, and they gather data and information that they will feed to the um, Affirmative Employment Program Manager in order for us to have an installation barrier analysis working group. And we will take action for the base and hopefully make things better. Uh, but those groups include groups like the uh, Women's Initiative Team, Disability Action Team, Hispanic Empowerment and Action Team, uh, Pacific Islander and Asian American Community Team. Uh, indigenous, um, in, indigenous Actions Team, um, the um, LGBTQ Plus Initiative Team, Black African American Employment Team, and the Civilian Personnel Actions Team. So all those organizations or entities will work at the MatchCom Barrier Analysis Working Group in order to uh, get information up to AFMC and from AFMC down to the base uh, so that we can do the best that we can with information and with the tools that we need. For example, uh, th there are a lot of things that we need to address and, and, and we need to make sure that we're all on a standard across AFMC. And that's what this establishment did for us. Okay. Yes, ma'am. So if airmen want to be part of culture change, how do they get involved in those groups? Uh, we, we have POCs. Ms. Ms. Stephanie Knight is the Affirmative Employment Program Manager. If she is contacted through our office, uh, we can definitely give them the information. Uh, and our office number is 734-4799. And, and that is our DEI office. They can call the EO office, which is a, a established, of course, office. And that is uh, at uh, 739-7889. So call the EO office. Um, let us know that you want to be part uh, of, of something at Tinker. And you do not have to belong to any group or council. Uh, we have the, the, the Black Heritage Council. We have the Federally Employed Women's uh, Committee. We have the uh, Hispanic Latino Heritage Committee. We have the... Uh, Asian American Pacific Islander Committee. Uh, we have the uh, Tinker Disability Council. We have the Tinker Intertribal Council. And we have the Tinker Pride Council. So opportunities are there. 
and, and we are doing um, things all the time. We are putting on uh, different initiatives. We're putting on different observations, different events at all times. Uh, we have one coming up here in, in the next couple of days. That's the, the, the diversity uh, bike ride that, that we're going to do in partnership with the Tinker Diversity uh, and Inclusion Council. So we do things like that. And definitely call us and we can get you to a POC that can, 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 can give you the information. And if you want to become a member, you can join. All right. Yes, ma'am. All right. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you'd like to add? Well, I'd just uh, like to add that um, our being here really is, is, not to, is not to make what anyone thinks wrong. Our being here is to let you know and let everyone knows that, that works for the Air Force, for example, that when we raised our hand to do our jobs, we took an oath to follow the orders that are here. And, and it, this is not to personally change anyone's mind, but it is to tell us that we agreed to do a job. And the job is to, to carry out everything that we do in the best possible way and to maintain the rules and keep with diversity, inclusion uh, at all times. And that we do not go against those because in going against those sometimes, we create discriminatory uh, factors and, and that is against Equal Employment Opportunity Commission and that could cost the Air Force money. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then it's wrong. It, it, it hinders our mission. Um, an equal opportunity complaint, for example, costs from fifteen to eighteen thousand dollars to process. Wow. Um, so, if we could save the Air Force money and help each other, help our supervisors talk to their employees, and 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 hammer out their issues at that point, that's what we're here for. We're here to definitely give and empower supervisors and employees to have the lowest level resolution. And for us to give them tools to work better, to be happier, and to be more content while they're here at Tinker. And hopefully that'll carry outside the gates as well. And, and if we do make more inclusive and diverse people and people-minded uh, people, then, then we've done our jobs. Right. But that's, that's what we're about. That's great. That's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. This is a very important topic that we need to keep talking about. Yes, so I appreciate you being here. So for more information on Tinker Air Force Base, visit our website at tinker.af.mil or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Tinker Air Force Base and on Twitter at team underscore tinker. 